I think he talking more vivid than anyone. Gotti's right up there with him. And, but most of them don't talk it so vivid where you can really see it. A lot of it sounds like fantasies and a lot of it sounds just too too much. A lot of his sounds fantasy, but it's still vivid so you can you can kind of feel like it's real. But most of a lot of a lot of track music sounds like a fantasy. And it, it confuses a lot of people that's not really doing anything. That's the, that's my one my one problem with trap music and, and gangster music period if you're not if starts with parents of course but if they're not around it it can it can influence the kids in a in a crazy way because it doesn't always tell the the dark side of it but Jeezy does Yo Gotti does Lil Boosie does some of them do alright well let's start we're gonna start there we're starting with Jeezy and Shawty Red because I think that is really what a modern day trap music stemmed completely off of their sound. They are the ones that brought it to the forefront with first with the streets is watching, then with Trap or Die, Jeezy going to Chattanooga and Florida and all over the Carolinas and off of a mixtape. This wasn't normal as much back then. Now you'll see rappers touring off of mixtapes and and that was Jeezy first. You see, you didn't see rappers going all through the clubs, doing the hood shows just off a of mixtape. They'd get their albums out and go to concerts. Now, some would do it locally. Master P was doing it locally until he expanded, but none of them were going across the country performing in the clubs off of mixtapes. <clears throat> now, I also say he he is my favorite one because he has the best discography. He put out everything from from Trap or Die to about seen it all. He didn't really put out a bad project. He put out a couple a couple things that you wouldn't consider great 
that were mixtapes maybe, but as far as mo- most of those were classics, close to classics, great projects, everything. While most trap rappers now, especially, um, have been heavily more influenced by Gucci, we'll get into him later. Um, they don't care as much about quality as they care about quantity. Jeezy was one of the ones, one of the biggest ones with quality, probably the best one. Every project quality, everything didn't change. He he changed the sound up a lot, but he he was still putting out street music. It was always quality. It wasn't just thrown together. It wasn't every month. It wasn't every couple of weeks. You get a new G. It was every when you got one, you knew what you were getting, and it was fire. Now I say he had the first movement because behind his whole entire, behind his whole entire music, like behind all the bodies of work he was putting out. I'm sorry, behind everything he was putting out, he had the snowman T-shirt. He was selling the snowman. The snowman T-shirts were selling. He was in 2005 selling the, selling a product along with his music. He was one of the first ones doing that too. You see that all the time now. 2005 selling snowman shirts. And it, I had snow measures. Plenty. It sent the wrong message, I guess, to to um, the kids, and it got banned from the schools. It became a big thing. Oprah talked about it. CNN talked about it. He he had an actual movement behind it. The whole entire United States wanted to hear TM 101 and wear snowman shirts, and he he. I think him and Charlie Red took trap music. They they made people really want to hear that all the time. People really wanted to gravitate to trap music. What happened later was Gucci made it more relatable. He 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 scaled it down a little bit. A lot of his his stuff wasn't just about hustling. He also had stuff about everything. Any any anything you can think of, Gucci's music was about from partying to hustling to anything. But we'll get into him later. Um, it's hard to talk about one of them without talking about Doug. It's hard to talk about Jeezy without talking about Boosie and Gotti and Gucci because they were all coming around the same. That movement all was around the same time. Boosie actually came out. Boosie and Webby actually came out around the same time as Jeezy. Come Shot With Me, I think, came out in 03. So did, so did Gangsta Music with uh, the Boosie and Webby album. Yeah, so... But I think Jeezy just hit a little bit quicker than Webby. Hit around the same time Webby did, actually. But back then, they wouldn't have considered Webby's music trap music. Now, obviously, it would be considered trap music. But back then, it wasn't. They weren't talking about it. It was only really the, the Atlanta sound and maybe and maybe Yo Gotti from Memphis. They weren't even trying to call Project Pat, even though his sound was there before that. They weren't calling that trap music. Now, for someone that's not that into Jeezy, I would say the first project to go pick up if you need to check them out, I would say it would be The Last Laugh. Start with The Last Laugh or Trapper Die 2. Those came out in 2010. That's when he was peaking. That's when he was rapping the best. His beats was on. He was better then than he was in 05, contrary to popular belief. He was better in 2010, 2011 because he was a better rapper. His, His content was pretty much the same, but he was a way better rapper. In 05, he was a very basic rapper. His music was just hard, and he hit in the trunk, and, but he wasn't a great rapper. 2010, 2011, he was a much better at putting words together. That's what happens with practice and time. Um, yeah, I would say start with The Last Laugh or start with um, Trapper Die 2, and then 
work your way back first and then then work your way forward if that makes sense i would start with i would start with the last laugh and trapper died too and then i would go to trapping ain't dead and then the recession the prime minister i would go backwards all the way the streets is watching i don't know if you want to hear cup shot with me it's really dated nowadays but Depends on how, how much you're in the Jeezy and want to hear it. I don't know if you want to hear it. Come shout with me. And then I would go from there. After I get all the way to Streets is, streets watching, I would get to probably start with the realest back after that and go forward. And see, then that that's how I would listen to his collection for someone who hasn't heard him. You'll find a lot of music that you probably like if you haven't. Then, um, my one flaw, flack with Jeezy is the fact that he didn't put enough artists on. The reason that Yo Gotti and Gucci and even Boosie and a lot of them have a different kind of following than you would say. Jeezy has a great cult following, but it's pretty much for people between maybe 25 and 40. <laughs> His, he doesn't have the younger audience. He doesn't really have that the because he didn't put a lot of people on he just kept his tried to keep his image didn't try to put anyone on just did his thing but no one really got put on by Jeezy the only one really is YG I mean he had Boo Rossini and Boston George and I like their music but if you're not a real heavy trap music follower you're not going to listen to Boston George and Boo Rossini like that see what I'm saying so that's just one thing. If he had put people on, he would be looked at. He would be getting a lot of his roses now because he'd be looked at in a crazy light. He'd be looked at in a different light if he had put people on and helped push the, the, the generation after him forward in a different way. He helped push us to this. The people that like his music understand what he was doing, but as far as the the artists that came after him, he didn't really do anything towards pushing them. If that makes sense, a lot of the people that he did music with also actually resented him afterward i don't know why that's not my but it didn't it just didn't work out for him as far as that goes um so yeah that, that that's my only flack with him he has the probably the best trap music best catalog all right next we're gonna get into gucci man Let me start by saying I think that Gucci is the most important trap artist of all time. As far as his, his presence and what he meant to pushing the new the youth afterward and to um, working with artists as soon as they as soon as an artist gets a buzz and a little buzz, Gucci is on top of it. He hears you, he likes your music, he works with you, you're on his project, he's on your projects. Gucci did that and that's why he's probably the biggest one. Also back in a, back during his movement, 
he he influenced the teen us as teenagers a different way. If you were a teenager during his time, or um, what he was really big of oh seven oh eight when he was blowing up, not really big when he was blowing up. He was a huge part of us riding to going to school. He was a big part of our whole entire high school. The thing was that he stayed hot longer than, he stayed hot doing that longer. He kept dropping the mixtapes because he was blackballed. It was harder for him to come off. So from 07 to about 2000, like I said, 2000, no, 06 to about 2013, if you were in high school, any of those years, you were probably heavily influenced by his music, which is why a lot of the music put out after that has a lot of his influence on it. And Walker's too. Walker was a big part of that. I got to give Walker his flowers too. He was a big part of that. He was a huge part of that whole entire movement. The dreads, the the whole entire thing he had going on that, that spread out through, through the U.S. because of Walker. I'm not going to lie. People in Chicago have said it. People, a lot of places have said it. That was a big part of why... The new look came like that, and the new wave, the new movement, the Chief Keefs was because of that. And Chief Keef is also a pioneer in his own right, but we'll get to him in a different episode. Um, yeah, Gucci has, an, has a long, extensive discography. He said he just dropped his 100th mixtape, 100th album. Extensive, extensive, extensive discography. Um, if I were not familiar with Gucci Mane, I would start probably, I would start, I don't know, my favorite projects by him are Mr. Zone 6, Writing on the Wall, Chicken Talk. Those are my favorite projects by him. But if I was someone else that didn't know too much about Gucci, I would start probably around... I'd probably start, actually, I'd probably start right around when he made the movie. Before he made the movie in the end of 08, he was a different artist. He was making more, his music was completely gutted. It didn't have no, no real other, it was one dimensional almost, but we loved it. But it was, wasn't, it was real gutted. It didn't change that much until when he made the movie, when he had stuff like photo shoot and, um, slumber party and then he started changing his sound up. It was still gutter, but he was still trying to, he was pushing more of a party sound, more of a it was, his sound was changing up. But I would start around that area. Unless you like just straight hood music. If you like real gutter, then I would start I would start before the movie and I would listen to all that first and then I would listen to him after, after the movie. But if for a normal average person that just likes music, I would start with Probably the movie and go forward. I probably wouldn't even listen to the older stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be honest, unless that, unless you really like that, the gutter music, like the Project Pat, the the Lord Infamous type. If you like that type of music, then I would listen to it. You can hear that that influence all throughout Gucci's music. He's he said it before, but you can really hear it. He took that and and took the Zaytoven beats with the the bass slash Atlanta sound and made something crazy out of it. Gucci is a a legend for that. He took all these sounds, blended them, and made himself into a legend. Yeah, that's... um, I think we're going to do... Yo Gotti next. No, I think I'm going to do T.I. next. Actually, I think I'm going to do Yo Gotti.
I'm going to do Yo Gotti, Lil Boosie, Rick Ross, and Plies in the next episode. I'm going to finish this one off with with T.I. Now, T.I. is the first person to say trap music. Well, he was making it before he was doing Dope Boys in the Trap in 2001. Let's, let's put that out there. In 2001, I'm serious, is more trappish than most of T.I.'s trap music after that. Dope Boys in the Trap is literally trap music. On his trap music album, there's about four songs that have that trap sound, but probably King. King is mostly is heavily influenced by traps with the trap sound. King and his first project, I'm Serious. The only thing I'm serious is missing the Shotty Red production. That would be a straight trap classic album. There won't as many. There won't a whole lot of um a lot of people don't don't like it, but I think I'm serious is fire. I think trap music is fire. Urban legend is fire. King is his is his best work. King sounds like a trap project. The beats is wham, and he got a lot of trap artists on there. Yeah, that and let's talk about Tip because Tip Tip gets his. I think Tip gets his flowers as far as as um as hip hop is concerned, differently than trap music. And he started the Trap Music Museum. He has talked about it. He talks about trap music more than anyone. He named it. He gets his flowers more than anyone because he's been so far removed from the streets. That and his music has been kind of removed from the streets, so he kind of doesn't get the same. He doesn't get looked at in the same light as the the, the Gucci Mans, the Boosies, the Jeezys, the the Yo Gotti's. He look gets looked at in a different light. I think those four I just named are are way more loved by the streets in a different kind of way than Ti. Not that Ti doesn't get love in the streets, but. They're loved in a different way by the streets, I think, because Ti's been above the street for a while, and that's a good thing. But even though he's he's led the movement, he's been above the streets for a long time. Even when he was getting in trouble, his music was still kind of at a different level than those the other people's I name. Um. Yeah, but he 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 needs to get his flowers too for even coming coining the term trap music for making a whole album called trap music. And DJ Toop also needs to get some love because he had a big part in pushing the trap sound with his beats. And he also uses 808s. So, yeah, he we got to give him some love, too. DJ Toop got to give him some love. Let's also give DJ Drama the most love right now because think of the Gangsta Grills with T.I. Think of the Gangsta Grills with Jeezy. Think of the Gangsta Grills with Gucci Mane. Think of without DJ Drama, how does their music really get that same push? Does it? I don't know. DJ Drama was a big part of that. We got to shout out DJ Drama. Huge part of the trap music movement. Huge part. Feds tried to take him down, beat them, kept kept pushing to salute DJ Drama. Got to give him his flowers too. No one talks about the DJs. We talk about the rappers and the producers. I already, I've talked about Shotty Red in previous episodes, Drummer Boy, Zay, but we don't talk about, um, we got to talk about the producers. I ha- I'm not the producers, the DJs. I have mentioned Drama and Holiday, but we got to talk about them more. I think I'll do an entire episode to them one, one, one day soon. We got to talk about the, we got to talk about the DJs. Um, all right, on the next episode, we're going to get more into the, 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 the big pioneers, I think. I call them the bigger pioneers, the ones that pushed the sound the furthest. Um, when it was in its growth of trap music, that, those are 
like I said, um, T.I., Jeezy, and Gucci. I've already did them. Next would do Gotti, Rick Ross, Plies, Boosie. Boosie and Webby. Say Boosie and Webby combined. All right. 